Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, hosted by me, Sally Goldner, pronouns she, her, in case you weren't aware. First broadcasting noon till one Australian Eastern Standard Time at this time of year on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. All shows on 3CR, proudly broadcast from the lands of the original inhabitants, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always is, always will be Aboriginal land. And I've got a great track coming up soon um, just on that very um, important theme. Well, um, there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Um, and also, um, we'll do something else in a second. Um, you can get in touch with the program by um, um, email, if you're still doing that. I'm so old-fashioned. Someone in the last week asked, how do they organise themselves? And I said, I still use an Outlook calendar. I'm probably, I've given my age away or something there. But you can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And you can look for the posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan. 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne. Did have a late um, 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 SMS last week from roving reporter. I mentioned last week we lost someone in the trans community due to cancer, and that's Fran Munro. Haven't heard about any life celebration um, arrangements as yet. Um, And roving came in. Condolences to your colleague, Sally. It's always the quiet achievers who make the biggest change in our lives. I'd agree with that. Um, Fran just went about what she was doing in her unique way, as she did, and made a difference. And, you know, yeah, very sad. Um, I got an email, from, a message from her in the last week about the YouTube videos that she'd done. Um, there's still that sense of lack of closure because I didn't um, get around to replying until um, she left. But on the show today, well, an interesting one. Um, sometimes... Often, but often enough to make me want to stop and think. I've heard people object to the use of the term cisgender. Now, I'm not, let's get something clear for a start. I have no problem with every individual using whatever term they want or none at all to define themselves in any aspect of their life. That, that's the true meaning of individual freedom. Um, what does cisgender mean? Well, according to Wikipedia, which is a pretty reasonable definition, cisgender is a term for people whose gender identity, and I'll give the exact quote first here, matches the sex that they were assigned at birth. Or you could just replace matches with meets most of society's expectations given how the sex they were assigned at birth. You know, the old hold up a body in a birth ward, um, Mr. Butch J. Bulldog, you have a, and if the body's a certain way... Um, you have a son, 
what's called a son, a male child, assigned male at birth, certain body, female. That's 98% of bodies give or take. Of course, some bodies are different, people with intersex variations. Um, people whose bodies fit expectations, by the way, could be called endosex, E-N-D-O-S-E-X. But that's going beyond today's um, topic for now. I'd really welcome your thoughts as to why you think there is objections. Um, you can send them in on all the modern means of communication. Um, and um, let me know what you think. If you want to disclose any aspect of your own gender, for example, if you could be or do use a term like cisgender or trans or gender diverse or anything else, we'd, I'd welcome you to do that. So, yeah, you've got all those means of communication. Let's give them again out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215, tweet at Sal Gold said so, and posts on Facebook, my page, and out of the pan, 3CR855 in Melbourne. Now, I've had a few, um, I've, I've had a few responses on Facebook to um, a post yesterday. Let's start working through them um, and go through a few things and um, see what was said. Um, one person has said, quote, I think it's because many people associate labels with being um, different slash minority and they think that's a bad thing. Well, that's a sad, you know, I, I get this, what the statement is saying, isn't it sad that you could be associated with being different? Difference in itself is not, of course, a problem. Um, you know, difference is something that we need, I often say. Maybe on this one with some bias that we need all the people in an organisation. You might be a community healthcare organisation. So yes, you've got doctors and psychologists and podiatrists and whatever else. But maybe I'm biased as someone who worked for a long time as an accountant. You need the finance officer because they pay you every fortnight. And that's a case where difference at its most basic is valuable. So to me, there's a really good thing. Difference at best should be treated neutrally. Well, you're just different, whoop-de-doo. And I noticed that, but it's not a problem, of course. But difference is valuable. As someone who has only two possessions of great note, um, the battered, um, it's not quite the Ric Flair limousine riding jet flying, but it's an old 2000 car, um, and I have a, a laptop. If everyone's a computer repairer, um, well, that's good. Oh, my computer will keep running, and thank you to the two people who back up my um, computer so well. Um, but that means if everyone's a computer repairer and we don't have anyone to look after cars, you know, we could all be stuffed if you need cars to get around, which I do for various reasons. On the other hand, if we're all car repairers, yes, our cars will run perfectly well and environmentally friendly, but our computers break and we're cactus and we can't communicate with the world as you mostly need to do nowadays. So um, we need difference. So it's sad. The reality, in a sense, is it's sad that um, things are different, Um but, um, you know, that we don't value difference, but it's worrying that people are scared of being seen as different. So I have some negativity, some, I'll use the word negative emotion, fear or worry, for example, such as being different. Someone else has said that they think the myriad of different terms, trans, pan, fluid, queer, are confusing the straight community um, and further education of what is what would help. Well, there's lots of good people doing that. Um, I should, of course, remind people that any opinions on this program are my own individual opinions and not that of any organisation with which I may be associated. Um, but yes, as someone who, um, you know, sort of 
goes um, goes out there three times a week, and um, you know sort of at least and talks to people about. Um, what the terms mean and why they're important. Language is important in our communities. It's a sign of affirmation to use whatever label someone uses in any part of their life, gender, sexual orientation, sex characteristics. Um, you know, sort of, I think education helps, but, and I think that's a really good thing, declaring any bias, in, given that I own a living out of it. Um, I suppose I, to some extent, this program is part of that education, as I think a lot of the well, the programs are on 3CR, but um, is it the whole answer? Education can, to some extent, overcome some of those emotions that were mentioned, but the question then ariseth, um, you know, can it do it all by itself? Not sure about that. So, um, yeah, um, education is important. So there's a couple of thoughts. Welcome your thoughts. Look for all the posts on Facebook. I'll remember to multitask and keep an eye on that and Twitter and SMS um, and all the rest of it. Um, I've had a coffee. It's all good. Promise. And we'll um, um, keep tracking on through this throughout the week. Well, during the week, I did something fun um, as well as going out to lots of good places where I have to say a lot of most overwhelmingly most of the time the sessions that I do as well as being informative um, put up with bad humor but today we've got um, five tracks from albums that um, three of which are well two of which are very recent and um, three are albums that I haven't um, only just bought yesterday so you've never heard any of the tracks off them on the show before I'm not saying that they're all brand new music we'll come to that um, we opened up today with the opening cut from Jimmy Barnes' My Criminal Record, which has been getting good reviews, and that's one that he wrote um, with um, long-time songwriting partner, of course, from Chisel Days, Don Walker, called My Criminal Record. I've got to have a listen to the whole um, kit and caboodle yet. But during the week, I did do something fun and went out to... And in preparation for an upcoming event, I'm still a bit secret squirrel about it. Um, there's a blast from the past. Google that if you're under about 50 or something anyway. Um, so, yes, yeah, a bit hush-hush, but it will be revealed in a few weeks in August. And a someone else who's involved in said event played this track and then sent me an MP3 of it. And this is awesome. James Williams is a very lovely man of Indigenous background. And here's a track that he recorded a few weeks ago in time for NAIDOC Week. Sorry, it's a, this is later, but it's still definitely worth playing and playing and playing again. This is James William and Williams and a track called Truth Treaty Voice. 3CR, 855 AM, um, digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Sovereignty never ceded 
Back then we didn't have a choice But it must be done Songs for 3CR on August 3rd brings solos, duos, trios and five choirs to raise funds for Music Sans Frontières. The Oratory, Abbotsford Convent, 7.30pm, Saturday, August 3rd. Tickets at the door or go to www.boite.com.au. The Boite is a 3CR supporter. This is our country. We've never forgotten where we've come from. Or who we are. We keep our culture strong. Now it's time to come together. Talk as equals. And write our own future. This is our country. And this is our time. Treaty is time. Enroll now for the First People's Assembly of Victoria election. Authorised by the Victorian Treaty Advancement Commission, Melbourne. 
There it is, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Well, maybe do take annual leave plus loading, um, 17.5% of hang on, um, every January. But um, of more important note, um, James Williams' Voice Treaty Truth, which you can get on Spotify and I'm pretty sure on iTunes as well. Um, so, yep, sign up to those music streaming places. I have one of these things that was played off an MP3. Spot the oldie. Anyway, um, and, yeah, an important thing. And I hope that, um, you know, whilst obviously the focus of the treaty is um, all First Nations peoples, I hope that some sister girls and brother boys are involved in that, um, which, to use Western language, might be considered the intersection of the um, First Nations and Rainbow communities. Well, coming back to the topic for today on cisgender um, and as a word and why people might object, well, got a comment yesterday which I think kind of goes um, right to the heart of this and having a chat with a um, with another presenter just before I came on air. Seems to be agreement about that. Um, Rebecca's commented that, quote, they don't object to the term, they object to any language that defines them as anything other than normal, in Rebecca's inverted commas, in respect to trans people, and we are totally not the first community to have this conversation. Getting caught up in arguing on their terms, but identify as anything other than normal, is a waste of everyone's time. Well, fair call, um, but, you know, I agree in some sense that we shouldn't be wasting time on debating on other people's terms, but I suppose we do sometimes need to just unpack a few arguments to make sure we're aware of them. Maybe people haven't thought about it, but I very, very much agree with the gist of it. It comes back to this sense of assimilationism, and in for elements of gays and lesbians, it's this, hey, I'm just like you heterosexuals, except I'm homosexual, don't tell anyone. Well, I don't want to be like anyone other than me, thanks. Um, that's my, dare I say again, individual freedom to be myself. And when people try to um, attract, um, attack that individual freedom, that's not on. So, yeah, I think we're getting into the gist of it. So, you know, um, my, my question then is, how do we stop people having internalised prejudice? Because really, that is it. that's what this is about, that people still have some sort of thing where they don't want to be seen as different in that sense um, and you know, just want to be like everyone else. Well, in one sense, it's your right. Of course, the problem then arises when um, people who are in inverted, my inverted commas, more different and are judged for it, you know, negative word there, um, then come along and squash out other people and throw them out of the bus, as um, elements of gays and lesbians have been doing to groups like trans and bi for too long. And although we are slowly turning a corner onto a better road, um, perhaps trans a bit further ahead than bi on that one, um, you know, sort of finally there's um, enough evidence. Um, sorry, finally things are being to ease, although some of the powers that be at the top um, careerists and um, you know established um, privileged cisgender gay men um, are still not willing to have a think about those sorts of things and have a look at themselves and they drag other people down so yeah things to consider but still welcome your thoughts on this one um, 
you know, sort of um, in terms of, um, yes, in relation to, um, you know, sort of what, why is it that people might have an objection to the word cisgender? As I say, no one forces anyone to use a label or not use it or have any label at all. But when other people start dragging down labels that are important to other people, and it is important to have the word cisgender and how it emerged um, in that, you know, no one likes to say someone is not something. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of saying someone is not straight or um, not heterosexual. And you don't want to say not trans either. So that's where the um, idea, I suppose, for cisgender came from. The derivation going back to Wikipedia is um, that um, um, I believe cis is Latin, although that's not on Wikipedia. Um, and Volkmar Sigush used neo, ne, neologism, um, cissexual, in a um, publication in 1998 and um, also um, others in 1991. So it is Latin um, on this side of, or the same side of, which is the opposite of trans. And um, so... Um, now that's where it comes from. Um, some um, um, some people have said non-trans is clearer. Well, I don't know, and it will help. And, and it says here on this Wikipedia entry, Krista Scott Dunn, 2009, prefer the term non-trans to other options such as cissexual, cisgendered, sick, end quote. She holds this view because she believes the term non-trans is clearer to average people and will help normalise transgender individuals. Well, I don't want to be normalised. I don't know if Krista is trans slash gender diverse or cisgender or has no label at all. Um, and others say it's the cis-trans binary is dangerous or self-defeating as the masculine-feminine gender binary. Um, and, well... You know, I don't think it creates a binary because it's to me it's cis vis-a-vis trans and gender diverse, um, and um, you know, sort of. Um, um, of course, again, I'm not talking um, intersex in this situation, but that's a different issue um, um, to gender identity, of course. So, yeah, lots to consider in relation to that. All right, let's keep the music rolling. Well. I did go down to a well-known arts um, retail store yesterday. No, as much as they're very good and very nice, we won't do any cash for comments on the show and did because I had a voucher that was given to me and I thought I'm going to be spend it all up while I'm here and picked up this album, said the old rocker, James Rain, all the hits live from James Rain and Australian Crawl solo series, as I said, um, solo career. As I said, not necessarily new music, but the album was released in 2015. Four years, not too bad, Sally. Um, but here's an oldie from Australian Crawl's second album way back in 1980, um, and the track's called Unpublished Critics and Always Was a Favourite. One day, uh, I think that describes me, one day I'll do a hard-hitting autobiography of life in the rainbow communities. Whether it will get published or not's another question. Could be critical, though. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. <laughs>
You're welcome. 3CR, 855 AM. 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, excuse me, <clears throat> Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one, Sunday afternoon. Yes, and five minutes of track. And, of course, you've got a cough when you come back on here because you weren't aware of it. That's radio, live radio, people of all genders. Um, <clears throat> doing it again, I'm sorry, um, but that's the way it happens. And, yeah, a track from a an album by James Rain, um, all the hits live um, from 2015, lots of Oz Crawl and James Rain cl- um, solo classics in my best commercial radio announcer's voice, classic Aussie rock, oh yeah. All right, well, um, sometimes you've got to laugh at some of the things that those who might disagree with um, Rainbow People would say. I was having a laugh during the break, um, during the track while the track was playing, um, and a track that came up in, today, um, in today's um, or recent Guardian, a passenger in a clown suit prompted a mass cruise ship brawl, say witnesses. Well, um, this story, um, it's not the person on the cruise ship, but you'd have to say it's kind of similar. Um, and that is that, wait for this one, and I will say low-level mention of sexual practices, but um, not huge descriptions. Um, a headline from metro.co.uk Gay people exist because pregnant women have anal sex, Bishop says. Now, um, sorry, I should have given you a warning if you're driving so you don't sort of do a um, breakout ruffling and put your head on the steering wheel or something. But religious leader, the Bishop of Morphu Neophytus, Neophytus, I beg your pardon, I hope I've got that as best as I can, has claimed women enjoying anal sex while pregnant is the reason gay people exist. Well, I'm sure he's done, I'm not sure what research he's done to come to that. Um, speaking at a primary school in Cyprus, he claimed the enjoyment the mother experiences transfers to the fetus, making the child gay. <clears throat> I'm, I'm serious. I'm reading this article um, in a video translated by metro.co.uk translators. It happens during the parent's intercourse or pregnancy. It follows in a normal sexual act. Um and the bishop was seeking during a series of, quote, spiritual meetings of dialogue. Um, well, you know, there could be something spiritual in the various types of intimacy that you do. Um, you know, you never know. Um, and um, Metro has said in the article, however, we can find no evidence of any scientific studies being carried out to find if pleasure from anal sex in expectant mother is, mothers is or ever has been a factor. Putting forward his evidence, um, not in inverted commas, the Orthodox Christian bishop said people gathered before him believed that St. Porphyrus had written about the issue. Well, that's lots of evidence. Someone wrote about it. Um, he's in that, saint, that saint is a newly declared saint who died in the 90s, who's told gay people they should remain single and pray the gay away for the rest of their life. Yeah, so they're going to spend their whole life praying away something they can't pray away. I mean, well, I suppose, you know, they've got their religious freedom, haven't they? Yep, we've got to have it. Um, so every person who comes up with wacky young ideas can therefore <coughs> come along. <coughs> Sorry, um, it's one of those days. We'll reach for the water bottle in a second um, and come up with wacky ideas. On much happier news, well, Auntie ABC, who... Um, I often feel community radio and RTABC have a lot in common. A great story released um, earlier this morning around 8 o'clock 
um, by state political reporter Richard, Richard Willingham. Headline, Transgender Child Spurs Victorian MP to Back Changes to Birth Certificate Laws. And Andy Medic considers himself to be an open-minded bloke, and I do have to say thanks to Freedom of Species. Coming up at 1pm, I've had the the pleasure and honour to meet Andy, and he is a very open-minded, decent human, hashtag good human, as I think, as I pretend to be all 2015 and use hashtags. And it was why he was surprised by his own reaction when his child, Eden, came out as transgender. That's a quote from the article. I don't know what labels Eden might use. Um, Mum and Dad didn't have the reaction, but when Victoria's Parliament resumes in August, Mr Medic will be in a position to help change the law that will make his 20-year-old child's life easier because, of course, he's now an Animal Justice Party MP on the Upper House's crucial crossbench, and he will back the bill. And um, Eden is 20, realised in... Um, his teens is the way this article is written, um, and he, um, Eden, and who is um, uh, has said, we've all come through it, and they've had honest and open discussions about sexualities, and the laws before Parliament, as discussed a couple of weeks ago, will make it easier for people to change the gender recorded on their birth certificate without surgery. And Mr. Medic is now a fierce advocate for the change, and said it would reflect how diverse. Modern society is. Eden has said the changes will make life easier um, in our society and stuff. Your birth certificate is involved with pretty much everything, and it's very affirming to have it the right way. Um, so, as mentioned here, um, well, not quite correct, I don't think, because it says that Western Australia has removed the requirement for surgery to occur. Western Australia has finally done its forced divorce laws, but its other birth certificate reforms have passed the lower house, but not the upper house. Um, Tasman, um, in order of having, getting it done, Australian Capital Territory, South Australia, Northern Territory and Tasmania have changed their laws. And um, the opposition, of course, in Victoria in 2016 said that the bill went too far and was driven by ideology. Uh, <laughs> ideology can work in lots of directions, thanks, opposition. And this article says that with Mr Medic, the Greens and the Reason Party all supporting the bill, the government should have enough votes in the upper house to make the changes. And my um, um, mathematics, said the qualified accountant, says that should be 21 out of 40, assuming everyone votes. Um, But of course, um, I'll come back to that in a second. The laws are divisive in the coalition, which is yet to adopt a position on the bill. We'll have one developed um, before Parliament resumed in August um, the Shadow Attorney General, Edward Donoghue, was quoted as changing your birth certificate is a very significant step and one that shouldn't be done lightly. Well, I don't think there's too many trans people who just rush into it as if it's a hippie fad thing, Mr Shadow Attorney General. Um, and um, so there's, I think that's some good news. I have to say when I got that this morning just as I woke up, I was like, well, I did, almost didn't need a coffee just for once. So, yeah, lovely stuff. And... Um, yeah, as as mentioned a few weeks ago, I'm happy for anyone to come and have a chat with me, provided it's done politely, not, oh, you people are going to threaten us all, or anything like that. If you have questions, get in touch with me. And as I say, whilst this show is my views as an individual, I'm quite confident Transgender Victoria will re- welcome polite inquiries if people have them as well. So, Christian Lobby, um, if you listen to that, um, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, Just coming back to the um, story 
on the bishop's unusual views. I've just had a comment on where I posted this on my own Facebook page. I think this theory needs to be rigorously tested. <laughs> well, research, yes, research is important. Um, so, yeah, very good. But um, got to say, that is such welcome news that Andy and Eden and family have been so public. There's a picture of the full uh, family unit um, 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 sort of um, in on that age, uh, ABC article. And there also, uh, I think, will be a video report on tonight's um, Victorian ABC News. And yeah, Andy Medic just hashtag good human. Um, we need more of that. If we had people like that in charge, we'd have it all fixed by five o'clock next Friday. That sounds like a fair thing to me. And then we'll go and have um, a sherbet of some sort. All right. Um, have sherbets safely. Um, all right. Well, picked up another album yesterday, which I never got around to buying um, in that music store. This one from 2014. So we're still in this um, decade, which is unusual for me. Um, Gee, I'm going to play Paul Kelly. There's a surprise. But it's Paul Kelly from the album The Merry Soul Sessions. And um, as I say, I haven't had a chance to listen to these since I only bought them at about 6 o'clock yesterday evening. So I'll do um, a classic Paul Kelly track. Let's see how it comes out. Um, Paul Kelly and from the Merry Soul Sessions album, Sweet Guy, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
You say it was somebody else, you weren't feeling yourself. Now you're down on your knees, begging me, baby, baby. Forgive me, please. I am Gabriel Gatte. 3CR is like a souffle, a challenge to make, but it can just go higher and higher and higher. Support 3CR. I spent three and a half years living on the street and I know what it's like to have no hope and not to feel part of the society and I think that's where a lot of these people are. But I think we need to help people who are traumatised and help people get back on their feet and give them hope and help them um, feel like they're a part of the society again instead of just moving them on like they're an inconvenience. If it were not for ruminations, how would the views of those of us who have been homeless or are homeless, how would these views ever be aired? How would they ever be expressed? Subscribe to the station that gives airtime to people with a lived experience of homelessness. Support 3CR. Please do, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Lots of ways to listen to Out of the Pan. And also now, um, for all 3CR shows, we now have the authority to include all music in the show, which is sensational. So you're going to get all the music today. I've got another Barnsy track to close the show. Um, um, so yes, we've had um, two people called James today, um, two, two Jimmies. And um, and a Paul, um, yep, all Australian music today, fantastic, yeah, mate. All right, um, cut a message in, 
Um, oh, before I forget, sorry, before I get to your message, roving reporter, um, got to say that, um, yes, um, Out of the Pan is still not quite at its radiothon target. We're at about 85 or 90%. Um, so um, we can get over the line. Your donation of $2 or more, that's all it could take. If you have a few of those, we'll get to our target of $1,350. And we need every dollar we can get to keep independent voices on air and keep the pan a cooking um, and so and keep all the debate going on all sorts of issues including homelessness which of course affects all sorts of people and often disproportionately affects um, LGBTI communities. So roving reporter's message has said um, quote in this very conservative political climate, some people want to assimilate, especially if they're wanting a job in senior politics. Well, you know, that's, I suppose, reasonable enough. And look, I have no problem, actually, with people who are ambitious, let's say. It's where people who are ambitious tread on people who are more vulnerable to get there. And that's why, and that was my comment, coming back to roving, begin quote again, that's why labels are considered to be a form of identity politics in some circles. Sadly, I think some people have an identity crisis when they don't know who they are and are trying to define themselves. And then says, Roving says, I would definitely buy your book on the career in the rainbow community. Please consider it. Might have to do that, actually. A few people have said it over the years. Gosh, um, I just, uh, what I call a pink underbelly or something. Mmm, um, the pink elephant in the room. Um, they have already been copyrighted, so there. Um, anyway, um, yeah, actually, seriously, I sometimes think I would like to do more writing. Just a question of how you keep yourself encaffeinated and fed while you're doing it. Um, so there's a thought. Um, uh, what else? Um, things are coming up. If you are around and about this Sunday afternoon, if you're listening live and not too far away from the centre of Melbourne-ish, um, you've got The Shed for trans men this afternoon in at Carlton at three o'clock. Hey guys, and that's one where you can say guys. Um, the Polyvic Social is on um, in Melbourne um, on the fourth Sunday afternoon. Check out polyvic.org.au. QTV and Bent TV, of course, rolling along 9.30 and 10 o'clock Friday nights respectively. Reminder, Gender Queer Australia is still on its break. Um, so yeah, lots going on in the rainbow communities. Um yeah. So once again, I'm just I'm just so quite moved by the um anti medic and family and Eden situation. I just think it's phenomenal that um you know, we have these sorts of people um in Parliament. That is where diversity in Parliament of course just you know, it's well known that diversity is so important and um you know, sort of um that's where having diverse views can make a difference. And again, thanks to I was first put in touch with Andy by Freedom of Species, who are, of course, the next show if you're listening live. And, of course, you can check out their podcast or On Demand if you're not the same as you can now with all the shows on 3CR. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just wonderful to see um, that there are good people in there uh, um, and doing some awesome stuff. And, yeah, a day of um, new music. Well... As I said, I went um, shopping and perhaps overspent and had to pull the cash out to pay for all the CDs I bought yesterday at that well-known retail store. I'm going to take it out today with um, a track from the other Jimmy Barnes album that I bought. It's the Working Class Boy um, 
sorries and stongs from Live at the State Theatre and the Working Class Boy movie soundtrack. Um, and I think this one, which I remember watching the doco, which is excellent. I've just got to say, Jimmy Barnes is just becoming such a good role model for men. I think he's doing extraordinary work. Um, you know, he always, of course, had a great place in Australian music history now, social history as well. I think he's very respected by lots of people. And I'll join the queue on that one. So we'll take it out today with what, at the time, in the 80s, was the last um, single, that, as we thought it would be, for Cold Chisel and Flame Trees, which Barnsley says is a song that perhaps evokes some emotions and memories in him. Um, so take it out with that one. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
which one of us can tell the biggest lie. 